Welcome to another Sustainable Wine Podcast with me, Toby Webb. In this podcast, you'll be hearing about biodiversity in the vineyard. This is a session from our Future of Wine Conference 2020, held on the 27th of November 2020. It features uh, myself as moderator, talking with a number of experts from Catena Zapata, Connoisseur and Chateau Liube about biodiversity in the vineyard. The conference was sponsored generously by the British Standards Institution, Chateau Liube, Concha Itoro, DM and Control Union. We're going to continue the conversation about biodiversity. Really looking forward to the conversation. Um, and as you can see from the agenda, we have perspectives from Argentina, from Chile, and from southern France. Really looking forward to uh, to hearing the perspectives on biodiversity and the work that's being done. Um, let me just ask each of our speakers to introduce themselves and talk about what they do. So let's start with you, Belen. Welcome back. Uh, last year, you were at the physical conference in London. Now it's virtual. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Um, just tell everyone a bit about what you do at Catenda Zapata. Okay, well, thank you for having me again. Uh, my name is Belen Yacono, and I work for the Catenda Zapata Winery in Mendoza, Argentina. And that is a family winery founded in 1902. Now is led by the fourth generation of the family, by Laura Catena. Uh, and I am the chief agronomist of the Adriana Vineyard, that is a, an organic vineyard in the Waltazari region in Uco Valley. And I am also leading the sustainability program uh, in our vineyards. Great, thank you. Uh, Matthias, uh, Matthias Rios, tell us about the work you do at Connoisseur. Hello, Toby. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am Matias Rios. I am the director of winemaker of Conosur. Uh, we started uh, to work in the organic management since 2000s in all of our uh, green practice uh, since our origin in 1983. I am really happy to uh, stay here and to share all of our experience in, in this seminar. And thank you for the invitation. And uh, that is okay. Thank you. Uh, Romain, uh, your turn. Tell us about uh, what you do for Leub. Are you on mute, Romain? I think you're on mute somehow. We can't hear you. Maybe you need to unplug the headphones. You don't you Ah, there we go. Okay. Uh, I'm Romain. Uh, I'm the winemaker of uh, Chateau Léoub, a uh, property in the south of France. Uh, we mainly produce rosé. Uh, I start uh, to refurbish all the estates uh, in 2000, and uh, it's a very specific and uh, special estate and location. And uh, biodiversity is, uh, I would say, the main point and the um, yeah, the most important characteristic of uh, the estates. Well, thank you. Let's continue on that with you then for now. Um, obviously, uh, I imagine biodiversity has always been important, uh, but of course, interest in the subject has accelerated enormously in the last few years. And, you know, a lot of vineyards are monocultures or have been. Um, tell us about the shift you've seen in, in, in the period that in recent times and uh, a bit about the work you're doing to enhance biodiversity. I, what I'm looking for, I suppose, is a sense of the change that you've seen. Chateauleau is very special, and uh, the location, uh, the area is, uh, is a protected area. It's a very big, big estate. Uh, uh, it was a little left uh, when the new owner, uh, new owner just bought the estate. 
And uh, we had to clear a lot uh, and to, uh, I would say, more guide or uh, um, resettle properly the, the, the estate. Uh, for the five last year, uh, we can feel some change in some of the climate. Of course, we had a big fire on the 2017, uh, so probably um, <coughs> disbalance a few uh, insects and uh, birds and all animals around. Uh, so after all this uh, refurbishment of the of the estate and uh, recreating the balance between the the um, vines, the olives, the fruit trees, vegetable gardens. Uh, it's, a, it's a global farming. Uh, we have now to um, help more, maybe, uh, the, this biodiversity just to, to maintain it and uh, to keep a, a high level because it's very, very helpful for, for us, of course. Um, it's more, I would say, on the first step, we had the sort of renovation uh, also on the biodiversity, keeping the, the, the right links between the different zone, the white zone and the water ponds, natural water ponds, uh, to, to keep patient because it's a very, very uh, large estate. Uh, then uh, a second step with uh, cultural extent or diversification with uh, introducing uh, some uh, Veg, vegetable, fruits, trees, and uh, sheep, uh, chicken. It's again a global farming. And the uh, third step is more recreating uh, after this big, big fire. So we cleared a lot of the vegetation just to help the natural regeneration. And so now we are uh, on, uh, on the program to, to replant uh, more endemic uh, plants. Uh, again, to, to recreate this, uh, this communication between all the, the, the different zones and the wild zone, uh, which can be uh, very helpful. So it's a, a long, a very long uh, work because it's a long-term vision, of course, but it's, it's a long work. Uh, we've done probably in, uh, in 20 years, the, the, the mix, uh, we try to keep the, the, the best mix between the agricultural and the production, of course, uh, the diversity of the different crops and uh, keeping this biodiversity uh, uh, by, uh, by protection, by clearing, but very, uh, I would say, uh, cleverly because uh, it's easy to clean. But if you, if you just have some dry zone, it's, uh, it's too, too difficult to, to manage. Um, so yes, for, for 20 years, we did uh, a, a big uh, rebalance of the estate. Uh, and so now we, we have to work uh, a little more on that because, uh, because of the fire and, uh, and because we feel some, uh, even if it's a little difficult to measure on the long term or short term, uh, we have some change and uh, some changes, changes and uh, we need to, 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 yeah, to, to replant and to help the, the regeneration and this, all those communication between the, the, the different zones of the estate, not to be just limited on, a, on, a, on the agricultural side. Um, 
it's a little difficult to explain because for us it's uh, it's a it's a sort of evidence uh, because the estate is uh, very special again and very large uh, and uh, the white part is probably uh, more than a half of the surface uh, so our role is here to to maintain and to help to help this uh, preservation um, and find the balance uh, between between the, the business because it's a one business and uh, and the, the the biodiversity and of course the protection of the area. So it's not only um, the biodiversity in the winemaking; it's the biodiversity of the whole area with uh, all those different uh, culture and agriculture and uh, this uh, environment preservation. Um, yeah. Okay, how do you decide which species you'd like to encourage? Uh, for the moment, it's, uh, we, we just decided to, to, to replant the, I would say, the endemic. Uh, just to, it's, they don't have any uh, specific uh, uh, role, but uh, the role is more to help all the communication between the, the different zones we kept uh, completely white or, uh, or the water pond zone. Or, uh, so it's maybe recreate the link between uh, by planting some uh, fruit trees to help the bees because we put some beehives on the estate also. Uh, we, we don't have any specific, it's more a mix of all variety uh, we, or species we, we found here around. Um, just to, again, continue this circulation of, the, of insects and animals. And um, now we are thinking about uh, planting some uh, specific uh, species, but more uh, as a second cultivation on the border of the of the olive groves, for example, or the vines, but it's more for uh, uh, fungus and, um, and uh, insect uh, help or control. Thank you. Um, and how do you try, how do you measure the benefits of doing this? Um, I guess there's one, one reason might be you just want to have the, you know, the, the natural species there because you're a custodian of the land. But uh, secondly, of course, there's a fine line between biodiversity and a pest um, that could cause problems. So how do, you, how do you kind of work out what the benefits are for, for, for your product? It was, uh, it was existing in the past, in fact. Uh, so we had a, a, a big work on the vineyard to reorganize and to uh, have the proper dimension of the fields and everything. So we banked a lot. Uh, plus a big fire, uh, so we had a very uh, a, a strong reduction of the bush and the, the white vegetation and the normal vegetation, uh, and as climate is dry and dry, uh, drier and drier, we have to help that and to replant. Uh, it's difficult to measure really or directly, but uh, we can find some uh, disbalance and we can uh, check some disbalance uh, with some uh, insects some, uh, yeah, on, the, on, the, on the wood, uh, wood uh, on the vines. And uh, 
we just think that it can help just to recreate this balance between the the, or the, the, the balance due to the climate change and the very dry uh, season we can have and, uh, and very hot sometime. Uh, yes, the aim is again to, to create this balance uh, and, not, and avoid uh, the, the big, uh, what we call dry zone uh, with uh, only a vineyard and just pass to go to the different, uh, to the different uh, plots. Uh, so uh, it's um, it's it's more creating and keeping this uh, circulation. It's difficult to to measure, but we 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 just feel it. We don't have some uh, science uh, or uh, scientific uh, uh, measure, but uh, we we know that it's a yeah. It's not very scientist, but uh, it's more it's more feeling and it's. Uh, it's more keeping the, the um, yeah, against the balance and the, the to avoid the, the very dry zone and uh, which uh, can uh, uh, bring some, uh, yeah, disbalance, not only on the, on the maturation, not only on the vineyard, not only on the early growth, but uh, also on the, on the insect uh, cycles and uh, uh, predator of the insect cycle, for example. Great, thank you. Um, we'll have some questions for you, I'm sure, from the audience a bit later. Uh, let me turn to uh, Matthias um, from the connoisseur point of view. Uh, tell us about what you've been doing to enhance biodiversity uh, where you are. Well, hello, Dolly. Uh, Saint Romain is very interesting, although you make it there in France. Uh, we make a little bit of similar here. Uh, so far in Chile, but biodiversity for us uh, is is when it was the really important part of the of the management in the vineyards and finally of the identified of our uh, wines of our uh, grapes and uh, what we do in in our vineyards in in all all, all of our program because uh, inclusive we have organic program in in, in the vineyards and also integrate vineyard management. And in both, uh, the biodiversity for us uh, is the basis, is all of the robust uh, system in the hills uh, in our vineyards. Uh, for that, uh, in all of our new estate we start to have in Conosur, uh, we're keeping the natural forest in, in, in our vineyards. All of the natural forest we have in the landscape, we're keeping in the vineyards, and we uh, try to make um, the biological corridors inside of the vineyards uh, with the natural uh, um, uh, plants or so floral we have theirs and plus we started planting some strategic uh, plants to uh, invite us to have a different kind of insects. Uh, in the state we have uh, all the states uh, we start to restoring the biodiversity in the states for that, uh, we planting all of the biological corridor inside of the states uh, with a mixed between the native plants and plus the uh, aromatic plants. Uh, we start to put uh, in the different kind of uh, order. The idea of that is going to invite us to have all of the insects inside of our system. Um, our 
our idea is make a, uh, we, we have a, a deal with the insects. Okay, we have a really good condition for you here inside. And all of them start to uh, share in the same uh, space. Huh? And why we do uh, uh, start to make up biological corridors? Because we start to have a connection of the different place of the vineyards. Uh, they just like a, make a, like a highways of the insects inside of the place. So they put inside all of the all of the part of our our states. Uh, what is the result of that? We have a a light system and we have a more robust system in in our state, and we start to have a natural uh, natural balance in the in the states, because the basis of our organic program in terms of the health is it uses the natural enemies. Huh? For that, uh, it's really important to have a, a diversity kind of plants between native and also strategic uh, aromatic plants to come to invite that and all of different kind of insects together. Because if we, have, if we put only one kind of plants, you invite that only one kind of insect and your balance is unbalanced. When you have a different kind of uh, biodiversity, uh, you start to have a different kind of insect invited of your party. Huh? And that uh, reflects finally in more robust ecosystem, and you can have a less uh, interview about the human uh, hands. And all of the systems start to have a natural balance. When you finish with this kind of balance in the in your vineyards, all your cycle start to have unbalance, and you have more. Uh, uh, Yes, balance is the, is, the key, uh, is the key word for me, because uh, if you have a balance in terms of insect, you have a balance in terms of healthy, you have a balance finally also in terms of the vigors of your vineyards, and all of that reflects finally in more honest uh, expression of your terroir. And that for me is the, one of the more important things in, in terms of, the, of the, all of the, the result of them. For me, it's like a win-win, because you help it of your system, you help it of your community, you work with a, a, a clean, without chemical, and finally, you receive a more honestly and more expression, uh, expression uh, result of your grapes and finally your wines. When you work in the life ecosystem and the biodiversity ecosystem and life soil, that reflects finally in the expression of your terroir. And that reflects finally in the expression of your wines. For me, all of this work, maybe you need to work a little more, you need to have a more monitoring, you need to spend more effort, but the final result is a win-win. All of the people have a world in a better place and the final people receive and the honest and um, really, um, they say um, expression wine from the terroir. Thank you. And are you able to make a link between uh, enhancing biodiversity and the quality of the wine? See, sorry, Dr. Uh, have you have you linked the work you've done on biodiversity? Does it affect the quality of the wine? Have you noticed that your wine is better, or maybe you just think it's better? How, how do you know? Or doesn't it matter? Does it even matter? Yes. This is a, it's a good question because it's a polemic question. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe it's difficult to, to have a, today a scientific answer of that. We're working with that. Uh, we start 
uh, to work in the microbial terroir is reflects in the wines. In my personal experience, uh, I have uh, the transition of the some blocks when you work in the conventional system and start to work in the organic with the biodiversity, with the microbiological uh, uh, system life in the, in the soil. And uh, maybe not in the first years, but after four, five or six years, you start to take the difference. And in my personal experience, I really uh, condense when you start to work in that, the expression of your wines changes. And uh, I never, I never forget uh, one of my icon thinking is when I have one Carmener in Colchagua Valley in our state in Santa Lisa, when we work in the conventional for years and years, that is a good quality, but it's a little bit boring. And after we start to work in the organic, uh, but plus four or five years, the expression of the wines changes a lot and changes since this moment today, all of the years they have a more concentration, more uh, more uh, expression of the of the place, and that experience I can to repeat in all of the places we start to work in the organic wines. For that, maybe today is too early to make a, a number of their answer for them. But after, anyway, at the final of the day, my personal experience in all of the wine when you start to work with that, really the expression of the wine tends to have a more Maybe I think it's for the balance you find you 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 finish in the in the vineyards, but uh, in all of the experience of that, your wines finish better. Thank you. And um, the same question I had for Roman: um, How are you measuring progress? I mean, counting insects is not very easy. Um, so how do you get a sense of what progress looks like? You know, uh, we, we, we try to count, but it's difficult. We had a big, big uh, uh, study on the, on the estate, on the, the different uh, uh, animals and uh, insects uh, with counting. Uh, um, we have two audits on, on that, on the agroecology first, and uh, then on the um, uh, animals and insect identification. So we have, it, it's... I didn't count, but someone did for 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 a few uh, a few species, and uh, uh, so we have this diversity. Uh, we know we have some protected uh, animals, so we have to take care of, of that. Uh, so we don't count the insects, uh, but we just uh, measure and count the. Uh, light problem we can have with, uh, for example, cochony. Sorry, I can't translate. Um, some uh, small insects on the vineyard, which has, which are predator. Uh, and uh, if there are more and more, it's uh, probably that uh, there's less and less uh, other insects uh, because uh, it's too dry or because it's too hot or because there's less vegetation or maybe less bird. Um, so it's. Uh, it's yeah, ladybirds exactly. Uh, it's uh, it's a little. Uh, it's difficult, of course, to, to count all the insects, but you you can uh, just uh, check and uh, see the effect of uh, the the vegetation uh, the vegetation around around the around the field. Great, uh, Belen. Let me let me turn to you. Um, does enhancing biodiversity make your wines better, or is that the wrong question? Um, I don't think there's a direct uh, link with quality, but in our case, it's about uh, keeping your vineyard alive, 
and keeping it sustainable in time. And for example, in the, in the Adriana Vineyard, we do our parcel wine. So it's basically nature doing its job. And, and I agree with Romain that our main uh, job there is to keep this ecosystem working. Uh, so I think biodiversity and the ecosystem services that are naturally basically uh, solutions that nature gives you uh, will help you to have a well-balanced uh, ecosystem in time, uh, especially in these places where you have these unique wines that you cannot repeat in any other place. Great. And um, how, do you get, how did you get started? I mean, I know you've always worked on biodiversity. I mean, it's always been there, but I, I imagine you've been accelerating the work you've done. Um, what advice would you give for other people who perhaps, perhaps haven't done as much as you? How do you get started with assessing biodiversity and working out what you can do? Well, uh, actually, we, we have the Catena Institute of Wine, and uh, it was founded in 1995, and the purpose of the Institute is science to preserve nature and culture. So we've been studying different aspects of uh, uh, winemaking and vineyards, always in collaboration with different local and international institutions. Our idea is to add knowledge to uh, the wine community. So if you want to go to the website, it's all available there. Um, and, and biodiversity has always been a very important uh, topic for us. Um, so we started to say we have different um, approach and especially in the Adriana vineyard, because it, when it was planted, there was no vineyard planted this high in, in Argentina. So we started to study the soils, the effect of altitude, and then we get into biodiversity um, to study this. I, I told you that the ecosystem services and, and we studied the soil microbes and, and the birds and, and pollinators and native plants. So um, if you want to start, uh, I, I think what Matthias said, to have uh, biological corridors in, in your vineyard to act as a conservation uh, land, to, um, to act as shelter for birds, for insects, uh, for native plants, that's very important, uh, to use cover crops, to work with the organic matter, that's very important. For example, for us, soil microbes have always been there. Um, when we did this first study, uh, and this, uh, this, is, this was a PhD thesis, so uh, there was five years a person studying the, the soil microbes. And, and what we realized is that we have a group of microbes and everybody knows microbes are, are important. Uh, uh, for the nutrition of the vines. But uh, what we realize is that uh, we have a group of microbes that help us uh, to slow down the rate of uh, water loss and to increase the levels of terpenes in our plants that are a natural defense to microbial attack. So it's not anything that you have to put in, our, in your soil, it's something that you have to preserve and so working with cover crops and increasing your levels of organic matter, you will get this service from, from nature, you know? So, so I, I think the main uh, message is 
leave room for other species in your vineyard. Don't take the whole ecosystem for yourself. And how do you decide, say in the Adriana vineyard, what the optimal number of species is? I mean, it's quite a confusing world out there, isn't it? With all these different insects and, you know, how, how do you know when you've got it right, I suppose, is the question. Ah, well, that's a very hard question. Um, we have studied uh, birds, for example, and we know that we have so far 27 species of birds. Half of them eat insects. So they are great uh, because they help you to keep your ecosystem balanced. So we have installed bird boxes and we know for sure that there's one species that is eating a potential play that is a bush cricket um, that might be harmful for the vines in the early stages of the, of the insect because it eats a lot of uh, leaves. Um, then we studied pollinators and we know that we don't only have the honeybee, but we have more than 30 native pollinators that uh, lives in the, in the vineyard and more than seven surfeits. That is another kind of uh, pollinators and pollinators are very uh, important because they assure that you have biodiversity in native plants, like Matthias said, very important for beneficial insects. And if you add genetic diversity to your vineyard, you will get a more resilient ecosystem. Uh, we are tracking the amount of native plants we have. Uh, we have more than 70. We study that um, every year. But of course, it's not all beautiful <laughs> in the biodiversity. You, you also have some problems. And, and for example, we have the leaf cutting ants that is their the major problem for organic farming here in 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 Argentina. Uh, you are lucky, Matthias. You don't have them. They haven't find the way to cross the Andes yet. <laughs> but uh, you know, they when you are doing organic, uh, they can eat about fifteen percent of your vineyard every year. So. Uh, yeah, it's not everything beautiful about biodiversity and you have to find the tools to fight against that. Yeah, very interesting. Um, Matthias, would you like to comment? And I also wanted to ask you the same question. You know, how do you decide what the right number of species is? How do you know when your biodiversity approach is, is working? Well, the, the first uh, point for us, we can to kind uh, how was the natural uh, species we have in the different terroir because it's different the terroir we have a close to the ocean in the coastal valleys or in the middle valleys like a Chimbarongo, for example the natural uh, the natural insect the natural uh, floral uh, plants is different uh, that's the first step uh, and, and plus that uh, we start to count uh, how the different kind of insect would have beneficious insect uh, for us and we Start to put in in some balance uh, the introduction uh, plants we have in a different uh, uh, part of, of, of Chile in the central area of us, and uh, we start to plant together in the in this in the some balance of them. Uh, the idea is to is we can to have a, a balance also in the in terms of the insects uh, life inside the the, the system. Uh. And that is the, the reason we start to decide um, the percentage of one plant or another plant. 
we start to we start to checking and for that uh, it's really important for us is make the monitoring how uh, or, or which kind of insects life in the in the in the in the system we put in in, in the place uh? because the, our idea is to uh, have a, a good uh, as i told before like a, make a deal with the insects okay we have a really good condition for you uh, invited to, uh, but after we need to check if is they uh, they uh, stay there, uh, they are alive there. And the monitoring for us uh, is, is really important for to checking which kind of insect life inside. And uh, depend of that, if we put uh, more concentration of one plant or we keep in the natural uh, floral, and, uh, and also that start moving depend of the years. Uh, for that, the monitoring for us is really important to decide which kind of plant we start putting. But in basic of us is all of the native plants and the natural forests of local place. It's different in the San Antonio, close to the uh, 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 Ocean Pacifics, or in the middle of the valley in Chimbarongo, or in the south in Bio Bio. All of the local uh, microflora uh, floral uh, is different, and we can to respect and giving the the natural uh, the natural ecosystem. Thank you. Um, a question for all of you. Uh, Belen, I'll start with you and then Romain and then Matthias. Same question for all of you. How much do you think you, you really know about soil microorganisms? I mean, I've heard people talk about soil as this kind of black box. You know, we know what it's made of and you can see how it's structured. But in terms of how microorganisms work together, you know, some people say it's um, there's still a huge amount to learn. So I just wondered, you know, how much do you think you know and how much more is there to learn? We, we, we are in a very beginning phase of knowledge. <laughs> uh, well, you, you know, the first study we did, um, it, it was very specific because the, um, the microbes were cultivated in petri dishes and, and you use a media that allows you to, it's like a targeted media. So you want to find some of the um, microbes and you use a special uh, media to cultivate them. Now we have another phase of the study that is another uh, PhD thesis uh, from Daniela Mesatesta, who's been like five years um, studying the soils of the parcels. And she's using another technique uh, that is called metagenomics, uh, where you basically see DNA of the different microbes you have. And, and that will give us a more comprehensive um, uh, view of the whole community of microbes uh, in, the, in the soils. And that will also uh, allow us to track them in time to see, to compare different years and to compare different soils. And with the first study, we knew that maybe we were left uh, 95% of the microbes in the soil behind, and now we are going to have a deeper knowledge of that. Right, thank you. Um, Matthias, uh, same question for you. Yeah, about the, the, the insects of the diversity? Yeah, about soil and microorganisms in soil. You know, some people call it a black box where we don't really know what's inside. I'm just wondering how much do you feel you really know about, about that, that side of biodiversity and how, you know, how much more is there to learn? Well, really, we, since uh, years ago, we have a, a lot of uh, doubt about the, the, what happened in the soil, about the, the micro life uh, in the soils. 
And I really convinced about the, the, the local micro, micro life in the soil is part of the really expression of the terroir. Uh, because the, the, like a, the, the pool of micro, of, of micro life, like a, a yeast, a, I don't know, a bacterium, all of them is one, of, is, is one part of the, of the carrier about the, the transfer between the nutrients and the roots. And for that different kind of, of microlife in the soils, uh, it's helping to have a different kind of expression in your place. And we start to make a study right now in Colchagua, uh, uh, to identify uh, which kind of micro microlife we have there and what is the real effect in the final nutrients in, in, in your vineyards, finally in your, in your, in your uh, grapes. Uh, between the the we can to identify different kind of of micro uh, of the micro life between the different places different terroir and uh, we, we we have in the studies right now we don't have the conclusion uh, uh, yet but uh, the first uh, the first information we have of that uh, it, it we have a completely different um, pool of the of the micro life uh, between different different places, uh, and for me, it's one of the of the key key elements about the expression of the of the terroirs and what is the the the, the difference when you uh, you change your vineyards between the conventionals to the organic or biodiversity uh, system uh, when you start to express the the the, the local macro life, help you of your system to have a more life and more long. And finally, help you to expression the, the real uh, place of them. Uh, and uh, as I told you, it's part of the study right now we have with the institute here in Colchagua. And we start to replace that in, in San Antonio or in Bio Bio in the different valley. When to contrast and when to checking what is the, uh, the, the really different expression of all of them. But for me, it's part of the life or the healthy of your system of the long way. Thank you. Uh, Romain, same question for you. Uh, yeah, the microplan in the soil, uh, it's a, yeah, it can be a, a, a black box, uh, but uh, it's uh, probably the, the most useful because, uh, as you said, it's a part of the terroir and it's a part of the balance. Uh, we, we, we didn't really identify uh, yet uh, which uh, microbes uh, were there uh, on the different area, but we, we of course noticed the, the different, uh, and it's more again a global uh, vision for me on the uh, soil activity and the soil quality and the um, organic, um, organic manure and organic uh, material you take. Degradation. Sorry, uh, um, it, it's uh, there's a, a big activity, and uh, you just notice that if you don't uh, work your soil correctly, if you don't uh, bring enough uh, organic uh, parts or manure or uh, branches or trash branches and everything, uh, there's of course there's activity, and at the end there's less balance. On the soil, on the plants, it's just uh, uh, again for me a global. Uh, I don't push yet the analysis and the identification of uh, what we have, 
but we have some good indicators of uh, the quality of the soil, the the degradation of the organic uh, matter, and um, and the, the the structure and the. Uh, sorry, it's hard for me to translate. Um, no, no, to have a, a real uh, balanced soil and not completely uh, too dry, or uh, it's a it's a good help for. Uh, water keeping uh, and limit evaporation but again it's a part of the global activity so uh, you measure when uh, when there's some uh, thing wrong uh, and the aim again is just to to help and to push uh, by the proper cover and the proper work on the soil and uh, bring uh, enough uh, enough organic uh, elements thank you well let's take some questions from the audience uh, Maria uh, is asking: um, Has anyone has has anyone got experience with syntropic techniques applied to viticulture? I don't know what that is myself, but I'm not the expert. Uh, you guys are syntropic techniques. Does that mean anything to anyone? I'm getting not no? to me. Sorry. If it has information, it would be great to hear that. Yes. Yeah, so, Maria, tell us about syntropic yeah. in yeah, the chat. Let's have a look down through the chat. We've got some other questions. Wow, there's some essays going on here. Um, <laughs> so, um, so uh, very interesting conversations happening about uh, well, for anything from energy to to other areas, and some nice recommendations for for soil uh, resources on microorganisms. Thank you, Nicole. Very very helpful. Um, I mean, there was a question earlier about the financial side of biodiversity. Um, and I suppose the very simple question is to say, you know, how much have you spent on it? Or how much more are you spending on these issues than, than you were? I don't know if that's a question that's possible to answer. But I don't know if any of you have any comment on the sort of financial investment that you've, you've had to put into to improving biodiversity. Uh, I think it's a cost. Uh, if you don't care about uh, biodiversity and about the balance of uh, your estate or your vineyard, uh, if it's a logical way to work, if it's your, just because today we just put some words on what uh, does exist for centuries for us, for many winemakers. So it's not always easy to explain. So if you have to really take, uh, spend some time planting and uh, refurbish and bringing a lot of new things, uh, of course, it's a high cost at the beginning. If it's a normal way to work for you, and uh, that's uh, why it's uh, sometimes not easy to explain uh, and to talk about that, it's just included in the normal cost. Uh, it's more a philosophy and uh, uh, as for us, for example, uh, it's hard to explain what we are talking about today because it's our normal way uh, we didn't settle a vineyard somewhere and uh, recreate something around. Uh, there's a huge estate and the, the, the vineyard is really into the estate and it's not the, the, the priority is first, the, the, of course, the winemaking, but it's this, uh, this uh, wide area to protect. So for, for, for us, it's not a very big, big uh, uh, financial cost uh, to go to biodiversity. Uh, we, it's just a normal uh, expense uh, each year 
just for to maintain and just to to continue uh sometimes yes a little uh, southern euro more um but when you think uh with biodiversity when you think with uh, sustainability and the uh, first the balance of the nature and the production it's it's a normal way so for uh, for you it's difficult to 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 measure the 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 difference uh of uh, of cost okay thank you uh Belen. What are your views on this? Uh, I, I agree with, with Romain. I think it's uh, included in your cost, especially if you're organic. It, it, I, I saw the transition from uh, conventional to organic and how organic helps you to bring biodiversity into your, into your vineyard. So I don't think it's an extra cost. Of, of course, all this research I'm telling you requires a lot of investment, but uh, you can do it anyway without all this. It's, it's like, uh, as I said, just leave room for, for other species. Uh, bear boxes are not expensive. Um, so I, I really don't think it's an extra cost for organic management. Matthias, would you agree with that? Well, I, I completely agree uh, with Roman and Belen. Uh, when you start to put just a, a number with the financial part of the company, it's more difficult because uh, it's, it's too cold, the, the, the numbers, no? Uh, and the biodiversity and the organic way and the uh, natural weight of the production is, we need to part, uh, we need to add of our DNA of the view of the production weight. Uh, but anyway, uh, of course, for us, we, we, when, when you back just for the numbers, uh, the, the, the impact of the financial part is, 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 is more important in the beginning. Huh? Uh, because when you, when, when you need to transform all of your system, and when it, uh, unless in Chile we need to put attention on all of the irrigation system, maybe not in France, but maybe just in Argentina, we need to uh, put uh, attention in, in keeping green uh, your place for that you need to invest a little bit uh, more of that and also you need to uh, have a more support of the handwork uh, you need to have a more more uh, time of the people working in the vineyards uh, in the monitoring you need to have a little, a little more control of them uh, for that uh, if you if you want to have a, a number in the in the beginning of your, of your transitions maybe it's a uh, 20% plus the, your normal cost but after you start to decrease decrease to giving and the balance when you have in the balance is part of your of your of your uh, normal price and maybe you have a, a the similar cost than another uh, system because you have another kind of benefits for that, uh, when you start to work in this way, more than just see the numbers, you need to see the concepts. Uh, uh, you need to have a convince that is the way, uh, and that is the normal system on the natural system of the production. Uh, because in the first step of the number, maybe you, you put alert, ah, wow, uh, this is more expensive than the other, but finally, at the final of the day, at the final of your, of your production, after 10 years, uh, maybe is not over cost. It's the same cost, but the uh, best, uh, you have another kind of beneficies and another cost of, of the, of the um, uh, efficiency in the system for the, your final uh, production. Sure. Thank you. 
we have a question here from James Streeter. James, thank you. Good question. Uh, you've all talked about organic, and he said, um, question for panellists, does achieving organic certification tick the box for biodiversity, or does it only contribute part of the solution? Matthias, what do you think? When, when you are in the organic, uh, uh, the biodiversity is the result, is the tools for you get organic. Uh, it's not uh, necessary in your in your certification. For the certification, you have another another of the of the elements to to have a, a certification of the organic. But the biodiversity is the one of the logical tools for giving organic. Um, it's like that. Thank you, um, Ramon. Comment on that? Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, uh, organic, uh, if organic, um, uh, more on the philosophy than on the certification. Uh, as for example, I, I did. Uh, I asked for the certification just to uh, certify that I, how I am working, uh, and uh, biodiversity is just a, a part of the normal way, and uh, it's one of the tools, uh, exactly of the of the work and uh, and the and the ecosystem we have. Um, so yeah, biodiversity is I would say more on the large uh, a larger area instead of uh, just the agriculture or just the vineyard. Uh, where the, the, the uh, organic certification is completely focused. Um, you have to just look a little larger on the, on the, on the, global, uh, the global estate and the, the, the small environment of your vineyard. Uh, that's the biodiversity. Uh, organic uh, methods or uh, certification is really focused on the, on the agriculture. So again, it's, we need to have a global vision. Uh, and uh, in France and probably somewhere else, you have some uh, uh, <coughs> HVE uh, certification, uh, which uh, uh, take part of, uh, or, or yeah, uh, take care about the, the, the proportion of the city you have on your state or something like that. So you have some indicators uh, about uh, biodiversity. Uh, you can't have uh, biodiversity uh, working uh, as organic. It's 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 the same for, for us. It's the same thing. Again, okay, it's one you. of the parts of the organic vision. Okay, thank you, uh, Belen. Well, I, I totally agree. I think uh, organic uh, contributes a lot to biodiversity. Uh, you can still improve, as Roman said. Um, once you get into organics, you get more curious about your ecosystem. So you start to study different things. Um, and sometimes you bring this experience to other vineyards. Um, so I think it's, it's a key start point to work on this. All right, well, shall we end the session um, with some examples? Uh, Belen, you sent me some, some lovely pictures of some of the species we been referring to. Should we uh, should we pull a couple of them up and, and have a look? Let me see. Um, if, if I could, uh, if Agatha or Hannah, make me a, a host so I can share the screen, please. Thank you. So, Berlin, here we go. There was a few images here. One should we talk about first? Ants, yeah. bird boxes, 
pollinator? Uh, well, I, do you want to start with the bird boxes? Sure. Okay, let's pull this up. Now, can everybody uh, see that? So I, I send the, the images because I think we are all sick of people sitting in Zoom talking, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's a way to bring you the vineyard. Um, so you can see that at first we just adapted our good boxes um, for, for to put them in the vineyard and we are working with this species. I don't know if you, are you seeing it large? Because I see it very- No, we, we can't see the picture. Toby, you might have to double click on them maybe. Uh, it says I'm screen sharing. Hmm. Okay, I'll try again. Let's have a look. Technology, hey? But what you are going to see is there. You see that little bird? Can you, see, can you see the picture now? Yeah, and, okay. and that's called uh, ratona uh, because it's a little bird that walks a lot in the vineyard. It's very small and it looks like a mouse. Um, so in a week, it's been three years we had the bird boxes and in a week they, they accept very well the shelter and the thing is that we observe them in the biological corridors in the vineyard but not that much inside the vineyard. So we put the bird boxes, we invited them to come and in a week they have nests and they have eggs and they have about five chicks per nest. So they eat a lot of insects and uh, if you can go to the other one where you can see the bush cricket that is called Scaphura elegans. Yeah, let me just pull up. Uh, the Scaphura elegans. That one. Does that work? Can you see that? Not yet. Hmm. Okay, I seem to have to do it twice to make it work. Let's try again. How about now? I don't see it. Hmm. But... The main thing is uh, to show you that we are sure it's eating this insect uh, because we've seen that, we observe that, we have pictures of this um, uh, bird eating the, 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 the insect. Um, so this is to give you uh, concrete examples of what is going on in the vineyard. And let's, uh, well, uh, we don't see it, we see it very small. Um, oh, okay. I don't know how to make it bigger, unfortunately. But yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Maybe if we can see the ants damage, so people can understand that biodiversity is right. always sometimes very mean <laughs> for the business. Can you see that? We can't. Can you try to double-click on it and see what happened? Well, it's opened on my computer. Um, I don't really understand why it's not visible. You're um, checking the wrong window. Sorry. You well, don't, don't worry. Way. Maybe you can put it in the chat, in the chat, and everyone can see it. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't worry. But oh, you will see that in the um, uh, it's the wrong window. Something is telling you in the chat. Um, but you will see that uh, how how they eat the vines, how they leave them. Um, the nest uh, when you do organic are bigger and bigger. They are very clever, very interesting insects. Um, they've been uh, from the south part of the USA to Patagonia for 50 million years. And actually, they, they were the first uh, uh, example in nature for agriculture, because what, what they do is they cut leaves, 
they uh, breed a fungus in their nest uh, and they uh, feed from the fungus, not from the leaves. So um, when you do organic, they become a big problem and we are doing a lot of research to understand why do they prefer to eat vineyards to see if we can offer them something different uh, and with some biological um, uh, fungus and bacteria that can affect them to control them. So yeah, maybe you can just send the pictures for everyone to see it. I can try and put them into the chat function. Um, let's have a look. Can I do that? I don't know. I'm not a Zoom expert, as you can tell. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll try, but uh, no, I'll, we'll, we'll do it afterwards or something. It's going to be too complicated now. Um, but uh, really interesting to see the, uh, see, hear about those examples. Um, any final questions before we finish up? Um, anything else from the audience? Well, um, maybe we can make some, some closing comments from each of you then. Um, you, know, you have experience enhancing biodiversity in, in your various vineyards. Um, I wonder um, where, where you think you have to go next with this. I mean, what, where do you want to be in five years on, on sort of biodiversity? I'm just trying to get a sense. I suppose I, I did ask this question earlier, but it's, you know, is it a moving target or do you just sort of get to somewhere and then try and maintain it? I don't know if that's a question that makes sense, but um, Belen. Yes, actually it's our, uh, one of our key points in our sustainability program. So we started in the Adriana Vineyard, we are studying more, we have not some new research that is uh, that we are doing, like for example, what happens if we don't do any tillage in the vineyard, what will it come, it will be better or not. Um, and another challenge is to bring all this knowledge to other vineyards in other uh, in other areas. So now we are studying some um, native plants that could be potentially used as cover crops, and we are trying to do uh, to increase biodiversity in some other areas that had a lot of vineyards around. So yeah, I think it's a moving target. Thank you, uh, Romain. In five years, uh, probably. Keeping the, the high natural level that we already have, um, and, and uh, just to make a joke, uh, find the right words to explain what we call here the bon sens paysan, which is you will probably understand the common uh, farm, the common sense. Uh, it's again just uh, continue to work on that and. Uh, look a lot, a lot, a lot of observation. Uh, it's, uh, can be very scientist, but it's uh, also a lot of feeling. And uh, because it's again, a, a balance and everything. Um, and I could work on, the, on those new things, which are not completely new, but to identify what can help maybe more than, uh, than other. Uh, but uh, yeah, to keep the high level we have and uh, keep this uh, property uh, on, the, on the very high level of uh, environment, environmental uh, value. Uh, that's really important. And yeah, maybe explain, as Vilain uh, said, uh, or just bring what we already done or observe or realize uh, and what can work very simply 
maybe to bring that to other area to your uh, winemaker more uh, ex exchange with uh, with uh, other wine grow wine growers. Uh, that's really important um, because, uh, as you know, we 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 are really focused on the winemaking, but on the again the the global estate balance. Uh, but in our specific area, and uh, it's always different. And it's always good to have some knowledge from somewhere else, uh, just to find uh, the, the right <coughs> mixture, I would say, or uh, the right uh, balance of all the best methods uh, of uh, each one, maybe to, to find the, the proper way to, to, to act uh, and, uh, and to, to work again to, to, to continue and to maintain that for, for the future. It's not for me, it's not for our generation, it's for our kids and... Uh, and again, if you do it uh, properly and on the right way, uh, it doesn't cost uh, too too uh, over. It's not a over cost. It's uh, it's an it's just an, in, an investment for the future. And uh, at the end, uh, uh, you will save probably money. Okay, thank you, uh, Matthias. Let me give the the final word to you before we close the session for lunch. Well, uh, I completely complete agree with Romain and Belen, uh, and I'm going to have a, a, my view about five years uh, after. I, I, I just repeat the same as Romain and, and Belen, uh, because I think that is the, that is the, is the way we're thinking. Uh, the first point is continue, continue with our work, uh, start uh, all of we make in the vineyard, we, we have a stabilization, the biodiversity can do uh, repeat that in the in the all of different kind of states uh, and another maybe another dream for me is is, is to share all of our uh, experience with uh, another growers to convince them uh, that is the is the road uh, for the final uh, final place because when you start to work in your ecosystem in your place maybe it's too small when you start to add uh, all different uh, people, growers together, you start to have a real change about the macro biodiversity. Maybe, maybe that is my dream. And for that, um, uh, we work to, to every day is to uh, speak with other people, uh, with all of the growers we work with Konosur, they need to have in the same way. And another point we start to work uh, today, uh, and since years ago, maybe we started in 2008, we start to work with different kind of institutes uh, and university to um, kind of make a, a scientific answer about uh, what happened with the biodiversity. And I think that helped it to us and for the people to convince uh, that is the way and the road uh, for continuing with the with the with the production of the clean production. As Romain says, that is not only for us; it's for the new generation and uh, have the possibility to make a good wine for our generation at good uh, soil for the next generation. I, th I think that's the best deal: good wine and good soil for the next generation. Well, that's a great uh, line to finish on. Thank you so much, Matthias. Thank you so much, Romain. Belen, thank you again. Fascinating session. We could do a whole conference on this. Maybe we should.